This is episode 320 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel R4P Manzano. Uh, I have nothing to say. Will, X1's gonna give it to you. Hagwood. Oh yeah, whether it's Prockets or Target Locks, they're coming for you. Ryan, T.O. Master Staniszewski. Yes, ran a store champ this weekend, and as far as I know, everyone was happy. And James, Magic or Marshall Ritter. Uh, yeah, the new Baldur's Gate 3 game coming out this week. Uh, very excited to uh, get lost in that. Uh, trying to decide between Magic and Marshall characters. It, you guys did, didn't do the early access. I, I think you guys. Oh yeah, we've been playing it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we've been. We've been, like, we've, been we've been practicing. Why are you all excited about a game that you've been playing for like a year? Because you can only get to like level five, I think. Is that was that level five act one? Yeah. Oh, yeah was... We didn't even get to it. Anyways, that's right. <laughs> topic for after hours. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, um, today, as for, uh, we don't have any specific announcements and news, but today's essentially about Gen Con. We're going to talk a little bit about X- the XTC Combine. I'd love to know how that's going or uh, what, where, where we are in that process. And also, uh, Marcel has joined the ranks of store champions. So I think that means that it's who has, who has the store championship? James, well, who hasn't is the shortest. I, I, I don't. Yeah. And it only took me like 27 tries, but you know what they say, the 29th is a charm. So is, is that just me? Am I the only one who's not a sword champion? I mean, were you the only one that said me? <laughs> not that I didn't say me. <laughs> All right, I'm not, saying you, don't, I'm not saying you don't have one. I'm fair. just saying you didn't I... say me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. I was just saving my invite for Gen Con. That's why. Has nothing to do with the fact that I've been busy with a baby. Well, but yeah. at, at Gen Con, if you if you get first, you get paid, right? <laughs> what I like to call the full ride. The full ride. The full ride. The, the, the full ride scholarship the, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's called the okay, taxi pay for cab, my but, pay for my gasoline tank, and then I won't <laughs> won't play. And then, and then not play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how you double down, right? Like, if they pay us for streaming Worlds again, plus I can get the, you know, the, the gas money paid for. Like, it's just, we'll just stack it on top. You know, just little yeah, by you're, little. Making, you're, like, making money. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Before you even start. <laughs> all right. Well, before we jump into Gen Con and all that, um, Will, how's the XCC Combine going? Ooh. So, we have, uh, if, if you don't know, the Combine is a uh, small uh, event that we're getting together players who want to participate in the XCC, which is a, an international team event uh, where we represent the USA. Um, but there's been a lot of interest, so we opened it up, have a, uh, a tournament already set up. Uh, teams have been finalized. We have 10 teams of three going at it uh, for three rounds. And then from that, well, hopefully we can collect all that data then and uh, uh, kind of weave through it and find the best of the best. Uh, so right now, uh, Marcel, uh, you're on, I think we just stuck with team 
numbers to be easier. I'm on team 10. Marcel's on team nine, I think. Uh, but yeah. Oh, eight. Well, same thing. How dare it, you? It, it, has no, <laughs> it has no value. Uh, uh, it, it's a little bit more of, well, if you applied earlier, you're probably on a, a higher number team. That's about what it comes down to. Anyways, uh, the yeah, three games are starting off uh, one a week on August 6th. Uh, so it'll be very exciting uh, to see what uh, the Gen Con, if people start emulating those lists uh, and uh, how that's going to you know affect people's opinions. Because it, uh, it is a lot of dedication to uh, run such a long event uh, like the XTC. So just looking for the most dedicated players we can. Um, so you're not but, you're uh, not only looking at like performance it's also seeing like who was engaged who's having the discussions what type of discussions they're having like it's it's yes. more than just like you played games good job and it's also exactly. it, it's also politics uh in a way so it's um well, it could be politics, but it shouldn't be. What it is, it's also it's, it's, it's feedback. So there's going to be feedback survey from your fellow players and fellow team members. So um, when, when I say politics means like if, 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 you're, if you're an amazing player and you're playing great, but you're being a bit of a... Um, uh, a poor a, player, a, a poor team a, player. A, a, no, as uh, William would say, if you're being a dingus to your teammates, uh, it'll it'll come through. And so, it, so yeah, it's 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 a number of things, including um, engagement and participation, and uh, avail. You know, another another thing that could be that could influence that, for example, is in in is it, I'm trying English availability. Yeah. Yeah, availability. Like you're not being flexible to play, and you're saying like, no, I can only play on Thursday, and you're basically not giving your opponent four, three, four different options. Now, that on that which doesn't work for the XTC, right? Because you're playing with people on complete other sides of the world. Like you have yeah, to yeah, find yeah. time to play the games. Yeah, you you have to, uh, and and in a situation where you're playing against Australia and and you're on opposite ends, um, you know, and you have five matches, you have to be able to say, well. We'll play two matches or three matches on your time zone, two matches on our time zone. So there's there's some give and take. So you have to have that flexibility. So there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, and the, the way that we get that data back is just by player feedback. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So how, how long is that going to be running, Will? Uh, until the 27th, which is, I think, four Sundays. So we'll have everything. And then... The after that, um, we don't need to submit lists until like the mid September or so. So plenty of time to mill over the data because I do want to be like like a collective thing because like turns out I don't have all the answers. Our coach uh, Kenneth, we don't have all the answers. Um, so we we kind of need all that feedback, you know. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can find like a hidden gem, a list nobody thought of that's just like working perfectly in the team format. And that's kind of the other thing too, is that like, we could all just like pick the best list, best lists or whatever, but 
they there is like a specific role especially with the pairing system how there's an attacker and then that gets matched against defenders um so you kind of you really have to know what your list is good against and what it's not good against and like essentially how easy it is to pair so a lot of factors looking into it hopefully uh i just we just want a good team um and uh it's like I said, it, it takes a lot of work to be successful. So we're starting early. <laughs> That's what it comes down to, I guess. Awesome. And then uh, with the 10 teams that you have uh, currently in the combine, what's what's going to be the plan? How many people are you pulling? How many like main team oh, the, the backups? Uh, like, yes, what's going to end up being the final um, the, 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 the final outcome? Yeah, so five players flying five different factions, uh, and then two subs uh, to, to fill in uh, with, uh, like, absentees or um, computer malfunctions, you know, whatever the case might be. You could say it, Will. You could say it. Underperformers. You lost three in a row. You're going to take out the, what is it, like the hook? <laughs> like, like, can't go out. I mean, the, the bench is a bench, right? Like, that, that essentially, when you have substitutes, the bench exists. Right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes Michael Jordan went a little cold. Actually, no, Michael Jordan's a bad example. Sometimes Michael Jordan uh, never uh, LeBron James went a little cold, and they're like, hey, LeBron, sit down. You know, like, you, you might be having ace, but, you know, people, people run hot, run cold. Or people get vacations they get sick they get work or life life comes up you know life happens life is a thing the yips the yips they're a real thing all right so there you go xtc combine underway and of course once we know who uh the the official team ends up being uh, looking forward to announcing that putting out some cool posts making some graphics and and hyping it up and uh excited to to watch the uh the how the xcc ends up unfolding it's going to be a lot of fun so uh next thing i want to talk about marcel you are the next door champion in our X-Wing crew. And uh, like you said, you tried a bunch. You tried real hard for a long time. And you finally did it. Um, and I, I find it interesting, the, uh, like the list path that you took to get there. You tried a bunch of Empire. Yeah, I tried right? two Empire. They you, don't work. I you tried, tried FO. Uh, Three, yeah, three or yeah, I think three or four FO didn't work. And then you finally got the win with the Republic list. And no, it's not the list that we were talking last week with Paul about. It's a very different list. I'm sure it made James very happy when uh, when he saw <laughs> he saw the picture from uh, from Marcel in our GSP chat. Yeah, but it the... wasn't Padme. I, I, think oh, I, I, I got, know. He got I... disappointed when it wasn't Padme. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I, it's still I, yeah. still a, still, a, still a Naboo. Yeah, definitely uh, happy to see it. Um, especially, I, I, I missed last week's podcast, but uh, I uh, was very interested to see what Paul, uh, Mr. Heaver, had to say about his list because he he did fly Padme. Uh, be happy to see N1s. And uh, not going to say I did it first, but. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I flew double, double the in one, double the fun. Well, 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 if you're saying I did it first, I did go 7-0 at Worlds with double. That doesn't count. It doesn't, it saying, doesn't like, count. That, I mean, that was, was like, yesteryear. Like, yeah, that was, well, that was yesteryear. Oh, yeah, well, yester, I, yester, I got top eight in Gen Con one time. Oh, I'm the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, that, yeah. That was, with, that was with Anakin, right? With uh, Nin-1 Anakin? It was Rick and Anakin, yeah. But it was Tunaboo. Oh, there you go. All right. They had sensors in the booth. Oh, that's true. Wait, hold on. Different, a different world. A different world. I miss, I miss, I miss advanced sensors. I don't. <laughs> yeah, advanced sensors. Do Marcel no misses. It's only because you don't like fun, Ryan. Marcel misses bullying people with advanced sensors. It's really what he's saying. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and let's break down your list here piece by piece. You started with um, Anakin in the Delta 7B. We got Daredevil, Shield Upgrade, and R4P Astromech. That's what he was referencing in his nickname at the start of the show. Uh, two charges. Before you execute a basic maneuver, you may spend one of those charges. If you do execute that maneuver... Uh, and then reduce its difficulty. Uh, were you doing those? So Anakin already kind of has a very similar ability when he does red maneuvers. Where what were some situations where you were using R4P? Well, I I I mean I put Daredevil in to use it. I, I didn't put it there as a as a uh, as a decoration. So I, I was stressed ninety percent of the time, and just the ability to be able to hard turn five forward uh just basically not give your position away when you're stressed well that's i think that's one of the weaknesses with anakin is when anakin is stressed and it's, it's not able to clear its stress it um it becomes predictable because the uh, 7b um dial is you know the blues are pretty predictable it's basically two three forward or two three banks and that's basically your entire blue maneuver so it's it, it's pretty predictable so being able to uh turn either direction or just jet off after you're being stressed is pretty good and even if you do the five forward to jet out being able to reposition with the barrel roll and then hard turn back in right immediately it allows you to you know when people set up a trap saying like oh they're stressed they're going to be right here just shoot behind them and then be able to kind of like barrel roll hard turn straight into um well, keep 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 the guns keep the guns hot. So, I, and and again, that's just a personal preference. I think most people prefer to do something like chopper R two D two or something like that. I just I, I just can't pass up a good shot. So, so stay range one. So here here's a question: uh, You played how many rounds? Five rounds? Four rounds? Six. Six rounds to get it. How many mm -hmm. games did you lose, Anakin? One. I lost Anakin one time. So my record total was five wins, no losses, one draw. Mm -hmm. And the game that I drew, I lost Anakin. So Anakin, I traded Anakin for Han Solo on the last round with Brandon Pro. Okay. And and it was a seven to seven, you know, exchange. Mm -hmm. So we ended up as a draw. So that was the only time I lost uh, Anakin the whole six rounds. All right, so it was it was a close one. So uh, as for that Naboo, you brought Rick. Th that is a, a ship that we really haven't seen too much on the on the table. 
uh, why, why Rick? You had Predator, Fire Control System, R4P as well, and Daredevil uh, on that one too. Ah, uh, because I like Rick. I mean, there's really no. What do you? What do you? But what do you? What do you like about Rick? Well, like, he's why? fast. He zoom zoom. He focus evade. He rolls three attack dice the majority of the time. And um, and and same situation here with uh, R4P is um, just being able to daredevil, just shoot past, fight forward, get get you know maybe use the predator to to get in. And um, when you're stressed, I can still like zoom out. Or I can do like a three hard turn because that's one of the things that they don't have. Their three hard turns are are white, so right. just being able to stress. Even if you bump focus, uh, that's one of the bad things about Rick is when you bump focus, you become very predictable the next turn because you know you you have to do that. Same thing with the Delta Seven B mm-hmm. dial; it's pretty limited. So uh, you so essentially end that. up making your entire dial minus the uh, the talent rolls blue. Yeah, basically. So the, the entire dial is blue. I can go fast. I can go slow, um, and still clear that stress. And uh, the Predator actually um, came in handy. The fire control system never used it a single time, but I don't know what else to use two points on. So fire control is when you have a, a, a target lock on somebody, you get to reroll one attack die. Is it because you didn't have opportunities for target locking? Was that the bigger issue? No, it's because I have Daredevil, and whenever I had the opportunity to target lock, I would be like, no, I'll forget that. I'm going to do a hard one and just roll three dice instead of target lock and saving it for later. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just because I, I, I was just keeping guns on target and not worrying yeah, about, I, you know, usually you target lock when, like, oh, this boost is not going to get me a shot, so I'm just going to target lock and bank it for later. But with Daredevil, I really didn't need to bank much. Is there a – and here's a question. Is there a better – Thing you could do with those two points is there uh there's not really actually no there's I'm not thinking really if f- there's a better thing to do with the five points because the right. predator and um the predator fire control combo is the one that i'm not sold on so i'm still playing around with that i'm gonna take yeah, a version I, of this I mean, to Gen Con. I, was gonna say, I, I wouldn't mind just just tossing one point away and just go with a four point upgrade just crack shot i was thinking crack shot or i was thinking ion torpedo yeah, and marksmanship I like that uh, torpedo. Yeah, because the ion torpedo gives me four dice at range three, so I can give like you a already four dice. talked about not wanting to lock, right? That's true. No, but I mean, if I'm coming in, you know, for example, if I'm like a boost, it's not going to get me range one. So if I come in at range three and I can get up, you know, I'm shooting, let's say, um, a, a bomber or Luke, you know, I'm shooting a Luke. At range three, I'm, it's three on three. It's, it's my three attacking as three, their three defense. But if I take a lock, then it's four against two, so it's 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 a big dice swing. I think swing. I would just keep so, doubling down on the Daredevil thing and just having some sort of offensive help in the bullseye, whether it's Predator or Crackshot. I think those are both. Yeah, that's probably where I'm going to end up. And the Daredevil, that's the bad thing about Daredevil is when you Daredevil, you're unmodded, so the Predator helps with that. Um, but, so again, did, that's... Did you consider the loadout that I had with him? With I don't know what you had. R4P, Lone Wolf, and Juke. I'm not giving up Daredevil. That's just too much fun. Too much fun. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. It does help Rick go really fast and still be able to turn in on his opponents. And if he moves after other I5s, he could decide if he really wants to turn in and go to attack, or if he needs to just kind of leave for another turn and he you know baited him out. 
before we go break down the rest of the um <clears throat> excuse me the rest of the the uh the squad here could you just give us a quick breakdown of what you actually played against and i'm sure if yeah, you remember it by round like the, I, the, the faction, oh, round, I don't remember by round but i know i played against three han solo lists two of them were brandon uh so that that would have been like the top like yeah it was the top four match and then maybe like round three or four i had han and then i also had a han list at some point um uh i also played against a double decimator list so i played against rack uh oiken um and three tie fighters so it's rack oiken and three tie fighters with death troopers uh death troopers suck so basically i just spent the whole the whole game uh circling and killing tie fighters and i don't think i shot at the decimators a single time <laughs> just pop tie fighters and circle the board um what else did i play against i played against babcock in the uh final and that was uh, what he, he was play? playing vader the boys uh tomax and and volt scaris he was playing the i5 interceptor as his other four point that was interesting uh probably the right call uh outside of him rolling four uh seven blanks out of seven dice that was kind of bad so, uh, on his I was, side I was watching that game um yeah <laughs> i think uh i think tyler talked to him after and we're pretty sure he never read Volt's ability carefully that, uh, because first turn, Volt's charges is not flipped. Yeah. So you can, he could have done that four, three or four straight, whatever he did, take an evade, and then you you decide like, oh, I can't reach him, so I might not go for him. But then he could have, when he engaged, spend the charge and focus boost. Oh, to take and then the get shot. And get a shot without un- Anakin being able to shoot. Unchallenged. So he probably should have never been there whether or not he rolled the blanks anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, I was happy when he boosted in, but um, I didn't know that he starts with the charge. So he gets that, that ability round one for free. Round one, mm-hmm. Volt, first turn, he uses his ability for free. That is very cool. But I th- still think that's that's a really a good ship. I mean, the other option would be probably one of the X ones. Um, but it's a, it's a nice ship. And I don't remember what my other game was. It was I mean, something. that that was all of them. If they played six rounds, that was all of them. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. That was all of them. <clears throat> so this was Vault in the Interceptor? Interceptor, yeah. He had Shield and uh, Ruthless. He's nine points of the loadout. And it sounds like if you want to go see that game, check out the 312 stream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they streamed it. Right. So anyway, so outside of that, oddball, another R4P. Uh, it's and then went with uh, click uh, over contrail. I think that's one of the ones that William told me is uh, 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 a bad call. Said contrail is better, but I, I like click because click allows me to just target lock my guys, um, the guys that are going to be aggressive, turn one, and then let them be aggressive and just be like oh i'm gonna go range one and shoot you and you know try to absorb your your range one treated as a range two shot also during the initial engage it also allows you to uh get rid of one of the defensive dice during the, the initial engage so it's i think you get more use out of that than contrail for me personally uh and the bomb because i usually don't play contrail with the bomb 
So make Even sure though it's in range when you use this charge, yeah. he does need to have people locked in that range. Yeah, I heard. Um, I heard Nick say something about it that 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 Tyler mentioned something that I used it out of bubble. I don't remember using it out of bubble, I think it but was maybe I did. When 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 click five straight boosted past the boys because he was on one yeah. health and he just wanted to get away. Mm -hmm. You had locked the boys, and then at some point on the way back around, the the, the boys could couldn't shoot click, so they didn't have range on click. Mm -hmm. But someone else shot at the boys, and you denied them the range bonus. And if the boys couldn't shoot you, click click shouldn't have been able to use the building. No, I didn't. I, the only time I ever used <coughs> click, I think, was in that. I think I only used click once the whole game. That's the only other time I could think of. Yeah, no, I think that's the only time I ever flipped this charge. Was anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I I like him. And then slider with lone wolf over dedicated. I use dedicated if I have a bunch of ships. In this list, he's basically play, doing a bad imitation of Sabine. So he's basically just running off, being Sabine, and um, getting an objective and daring somebody to go chase it. Awesome. All right, so there you go. So all customizable ships. No, uh, no, um, no. Oddball no, is uh, Siege of Corsa. Oddball's SOC. Oh, that's it. Sorry. You wouldn't have Southless otherwise. Truth. Yeah. Not changeable. My bad. So there you go. Yeah, and I don't think this is the best Republic list by any means. By the way, it's it's what I find to be entertaining because it's fast, zoomy, zoomy, and it has Daredevil. But um, I would say, like, what Nick Tobin flies is more efficient. What Paul Heaver flies is more efficient. So this is more zoomy, zoomy, fast, fun. But I don't think as, it's optimal. As someone who spent a lot of time with 7B Anakin and talked to Tobin and others who spent a lot of time with 7B Anakin, this isn't a loadout I've seen commonly, but I like it. Uh, I think R4P is actually pretty underrated on Anakin, as you talked about, when he does get stressed and he can't clear it. It makes, I mean, even just the simple bump focus, he can take that no problem, right? And he just, I have all my dial to clear that, yeah. that, that stress. Yeah, the, the um, hard one turn to a hard one uh, Daredevil boost is, is cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. The U turn. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just a quick U turn. Um, yeah, no, I, I think the, the one thing that happens when you choose a, a not crack or predator talent. Is you can let me know what would you do most of the time, but it seems this Anakin has to lock more often to help mitigate some of those blanks on offense. Whereas some other people who might go predator or rely on like crack shot to help push damage past their you know blanks they might get, because um, we do she we do see shield Anakin a lot, but people tend to go predator and like R4P17. But I think this Daredevil and R4P is a good uh, another option to because because with extreme maneuvers going up to eight that was more expensive this anakin doesn't get his four start but gets stressed a lot more but r4p is a great chance to get rid of that now you only get it twice a game but you could you have other blue maneuvers you could do instead of just count on r4p you just well yeah r4p yeah you can daredevil and then just do a, a lot of the time a two bank or something like that is perfectly what you need and i was four starved usually by round four uh, because I was target locking and using all my all my force on offense, and this because yet you know slider and click are, are contributing absolutely zero into offense, so that means uh, Anakin has to and and okay, so Anakin has to carry the load. Rick is um, 
hit or miss. He's throwing a lot of dice, but a lot of it is not mo double modded or a good mod. Oddball, it's actually pretty efficient, but click and slider contributes zero. So, so yeah, so Anakin is four starved because he's just basically using all his resources to to stay range one and throw four dice. So you know, double modded. He's do he's doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. All right. Well, very cool list, Marcel. Uh, when you sent the picture, I was like, yeah, this is some weird stuff that Marcel put together that I haven't seen yet. But, I mean, it's not unexpected. It definitely looked like your style. And I think it's always best, ideally, when you can win using things that you find entertaining, right? Because it just adds that little extra cherry on top well it keeps you engaged by rounds five six and stuff like that because if you find something if you're flying something that's efficient or you or you net listed but didn't put time in it or it's not your style you your brain zones out and and you don't really you don't enjoy it as much and if you're not enjoying it you're probably not making good choices fair fair unless you're having an x-wing identity crisis like i am then you j it's all it's all random anyway right <laughs> awesome well congratulations marcel uh sounds like i need to go to some store champs and try to try to get this done you know <clears throat> there is a potential chance in the end of the season for me real life thing our youngest daughter is terrible at sleeping how terrible at sleeping like we are paying somebody starting next week to come to the house as a sleep consultant to help get this child to sleep like i know that sounds super bougie but we're at a point where it's like we just need help we need some help and that's something that exists so hopefully ho hopefully we can get this baby to sleep and then then i would feel less guilty about leaving home to go play next week <laughs> All right. Anyway, Gen Con is around the corner. If your bags aren't packed, get it done. Listen to the podcast. Pack your bags if you're planning on going. I still need to pack mine. And, uh, yeah, it's it's happening. It's around the corner. Uh, I believe Chris Allen is our TO again. Is that correct? Right? And uh, it's a very – similar very similar uh format to worlds in the in the sense of that there are these different kind of um waves that are happening i believe he put out a post today so let's uh let's i think we should probably go over that format unless one of you guys know it off the top of your head it is um well i know that it is five rounds and then so it's a it's a five round Swiss on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So three days of Swiss, um, and it is five rounds of Swiss. A, a Eleven points carries you into a Sunday uh, Swiss or into day two of Swiss. And uh, two, what, what are you saying, two? I believe he said the Sunday is two rounds of Swiss from that right in the okay. cut. I don't know how many rounds, but it carries you into the next round. So, okay, so it's two rounds of Swiss on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, you, so it, something different it's... from Worlds is when you go from your, let's say, well, for starters, to get 11 points, you need three wins and two draws or four wins. Uh, so you either need to win four games or you need to win three games and get two draws. And then on Sunday, your 
points carry over in terms of like how many wins and losses and draws you have so if, mm-hmm. you, if you advance with you know four wins 12 points those 12 points carry into sunday uh but the strength of schedule and the uh, mission point the, so the tiebreakers do not carry into sunday only your mission points or not mission only your win points and then uh strength of schedule and mission objectives will be tiebreakers but they will be tiebreakers decided only from the people that showed up on Sunday, which I, which I kind of like better because you never know, you know, you know, you might play somebody round one, beat them, and then they drop after round one, and and now, you know, you're kind of SOL from somebody else's choices. Yeah. This this is a proper Chris Allen tournament. This checks out. <laughs> <laughs> like so, we have four four different types of <laughs> events all in one. Yeah, and it. and just to be clear. They're, they're Swiss happening Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, but those are separate instances of Swiss. You have three different opportunities to play what we're going to call the first kind of section of the tournament, and then that all feeds into what's happening on Sunday. To clarify, just in case people might hear that, because you said three different opportunities, so you still only get You only get one, one but three, three different. Days. Yeah instances that funnel into that maybe that's a better way to say it yeah. is, is that is that normal i thought you could play multiple days as a swiss can you not no, normally no. no never okay it's never been the case yeah. yes oh, my never, name is bob phillips time. my <laughs> name is james monzano and my name <laughs> is everyone would do that william yeah. ritter that's how you do it <laughs> I mean, if if you have an unrecognizable face, are willing to use disguises, and you're willing to pay to, for like three different Gen Con accounts and all that, at that point, go, I guess go for it if you really want to. You but know, that's I what you'd have to do. William can get away with it by just like fully baby face shaving. I think oh, yeah. he might get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's too one. tall. He's too tall. That's true. You are too tall. He <laughs> would stand out. <laughs> You need you need like like uh like just like uh, own height. My my height with like a medium build and just like a, a bunch of facial hair day one. You shave the facial hair day two. Maybe wearing a hat and then day three you shave your head. You go bald. No hat if you want to do it the third time. I feel like this is like a YouTube video. It, like idea just like seeing if you can get away with it um we couldn't do it we'd have to get somebody else to do it but it'd be entertaining um anyway <laughs> you're saying you're not willing to shave your head dion um i think my wife would be pretty upset i think i my face is too recognizable my our voices are too recognizable like it's it'd be impossible for us to do it Fun idea, though. <laughs> Me faking a laugh for, for a multiple events—that's going to be challenging. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that uh, it's around the corner. Super excited. Um, but Ryan, you were—you uh, had pulled up the pattern analyzer um, app and uh, was just taking a look at what has been popular over the last few weeks. Let's go ahead and get this loaded. And since the points update, I think, is when they tend to reset it. Yeah, right now, June 1st to August 1st is its current 
time frame this is covering. 149 events registered, 2,173 squads that they've this site has taken data from, and kind of I don't even care about success numbers right now. I don't care about cut rates. I don't care about win rates. I care about what's popular because what's popular is likely a good chance of what's going to show up at a large event. So, because uh, also what tends to be popular generally has either about average numbers or a little bit above. Most things don't have subpar numbers and are popular unless it just, uh, unless those numbers just became subpar. Like people are still trying to fly a thing and it's just not working, but everyone thinks it's good and a bunch of people will realize it's not. But um, I'm, I'm guessing who hasn't taken a look at these numbers because I get to play the question game. I haven't. I haven't looked at anything. Oh, nothing? All right. So for people who haven't looked, what do you think the most popular pilot in the game is Han right Solo. now? Darth Vader. <laughs> well, I think I, I, I know because what, what, what's uh, your, how, how James are you mentioned most it. Popular? Count. Just the Just amount count. of times it's shown up. Simple. Well, I'd say Tomax. I'm going to say Sabine then. It is Luke Skywalker. Battle of Yav and Luke Skywalker is the most popular. 276 lists he's been in. Um, funny I stepped enough, up for a second. Just when is this data from? From the beginning of the points to now. Okay. And, that's, and this counts all, just so I know where the data is being pulled from. This pulls from where? I believe List Fortress, Fortress and, and you can go, you can go, I can and List, Fol List Fortress here. pulls from Rollbetter and it, it's, it's actually pulling. It's actually pulling from Rollbetter and Longshanks, not from List Fortress. Rollbetter and Longshanks, T technically, okay. but like they all go to the same place. They're, they're both repositories, um, and they are filtering out small sample sizes, is what the button says. So I don't know what that means, but oh. but not only is Luke the most popular ship in the game. Sabine Ren is second, Han Solo is third, Keo is fourth, and it's not till we get to the fifth most popular ship do we not have something from the Rebel faction. Still an next Elo Asti from Resistance. Wow. All of those ships have 200 or more instances they've been in a squad in competitive play. Those are our top five overall. So what that tells you yeah. is... Um, and all of them have very over likely going to play rebels in Gen Con, if not twice in Swiss. So the only difference here is that uh, difference Sabine, between what? Well, I mean, it's essentially the same list that is that is flying. It's just the people that are not taking Sabine are taking Fenral. Um, but also the people that are not flying this archetype have the two points have been in there somewhere, like the the Gina, Corin, Wes, or whatever, Luke. Um, they have Sabine in there as a two-pointer. But essentially the Han, Keel, Luke, Han, Keel, Luke is the staple that you're going to see. And then you're going to see their Sabine wedge, or you're going to see uh, Fen Rao as... Mm. As yeah, the remaining the five most, points. Wedge A-Wing's the eighth most popular. 
And it's not until you get to the Fenrau's, the 18th most popular ship in the game right now, to make both of those list archetypes, which are the most common rebel archetypes, I believe. Uh, which we can actually... Is this rebel, Fenrau? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, I'm, just, I'm just asking, does it, does it differentiate between the two? It does. Is there a, is there a, a faction? There's a faction icon. Yeah, click faction and then filter it to rebel and see if it's the same numbers. That also, be... I can just tell you straight up, like uh, the, yeah, the, the success numbers on the Fenra I'm looking at are not from Scum Fenra. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is fair. Yeah, I'll just double check it because somebody's gonna ask the question. Right. So how this. Um, list. If Han Solo did not exist in the way that Han Solo exists now, so if he didn't have the you know the ability to add bis and perceptive, or uh, he was not seven points. I mean, this whole the, the everybody is where they are because Han Solo is enabling that to happen. In my opinion, like without yeah, Han Solo, you just slot. Yeah, you could just slot in the boys for that, right? What? Boys you... aren't rebel. What? Yeah, they are. Boys. Every time you say boys, uh, gar... I think Mauler and Staff. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Oh no, I was thinking of also, uh, have... Jack and Garvin. Who? Jack who? And Garvin. Well, who thinks of that? that? That's not that's seven points. Boys. Eight points total. That would be eight points. Well, yeah, but you you drop you drop down Sabine somewhere. I'm just saying, like the, those are pretty comparable, like. Ah, it is not pretty points. comparable. No, well, no. Like on seven the field point is Han not, but... is not comparable. To, I, I don't think uh, seven seven point Han is comparable to anything else in the entire meta right now. I think he's the only S plus. There's some S ship lists. He's the only S plus. He's the uh, S breaker. But um, other lists have other tools that can deal I mean, with it it's just there there are some rebel lists that i believe are good without han and they could be used in that situation but han's here now and you're gonna have to deal with him a gen con probably twice in swiss if not more so um, who's uh so i know I, i'm i'm going to play marcel will be there uh is it just us two this weekend i will not be there okay so marcel do, yeah. How many? You think you're gonna play Han four times? Well, let's see. I'm, I'm playing let's Saturday. Say, let's just say Swiss, because that's the only thing I, I can guarantee that we will both be doing. <laughs> okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. But okay, so on 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 Saturday, uh -huh. I, I, uh, there's not a lot of people playing Saturday, at least as of now. Mm -hmm. uh, Kayla's flying Han. Tobin is flying Republic. Okay. And. Um, Tim Woodbury, I know, will be there flying probably separatist. So I'm saying I'm gonna fly from the people that are remaining, maybe three total Han. Three total. Three Hans. out of the five. I think it'll be three out of the five games will be Han. All right. So we'll find out who wins the uh, the Han off, 
<laughs> when it comes to opponents. Thought it'd be fun. I thought we could uh, look at this uh, count and break it down uh, by each faction. So we basically we spent the time talking about rebels, right? It's 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 mostly all about Han and uh, and his friends from there. Uh, let's uh, let's take a quick look at uh, Empire. So Tomax Bren, you guys got to get me ca caught up. Why is this bomber showing up? Like, what what can Tomax do that people are so excited about? So now, 197 times excited. Dion, imagine if I'm imagining. you could take away somebody's range bonus. That range Ian's bonus is gone. You effectively have two instances of juke on your ship. Also, you do it at initiative five. That's a bad analogy, but yeah, uh, so let's put it this way. I mean, if He's, they already spent their focus, yeah. I think sure. it is. In a way, maybe. Because so basically what it is, it's a three-point ship, I-5 bomber. So that's um, six health behind two agility. Now, at three is this the Tomax Bren that wasn't... Is it a, is it the original one that was released? It's customizable. Yeah. Okay. That so it's a, but but it's all it's customizable, but it's it's a standard loadout in practice. So basically, it is Tomax Bren. Uh, after you forget the ability, he's I five. Um, so it's Tomax Bren. People put barrage rocket on him, so it gives you five charges of three dice out of the front that range two or three. Okay. And then they add. The important part is Saturation Salvo. Uh, saturation Salvo says spend a charge out of your five to make the defender roll two of their defensive dice. So if you shoot at Fen Rao and Fen Rao rolls three evades, you can make them re-roll two of those evades um, and basically have to get a double whammy with their evades. Now, you have to re-roll two. You can't say re-roll this only one, you know, only one. You have to choose two of them. It says while you perform an attack with a missile or a rock or torpedo, you can spend the charge from the upgrade to choose two defense dice. The defender must re-roll those. So it's actually really, I mean, it's 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 horrible. I mean, if you're flying something like Vader, uh, if, you're fly, if you're flying anything that has three agility, uh, just doesn't like this uh and it's at two points and one mod i think force hmm? users are a bit safer Not they good, are a bit safer. safer but blanks on greens are common and whenever you get paint on green it's enough to do cartwheels and then just to get told well re-roll those paint <laughs> like green dyes are finicky uh so, so here, can I have a, ask a question? So, yes. what if there are not two defense dice to choose? What if they're only rolling one? Then you just make you them the re-roll one. You roll the maximum that's possible. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then, um, so that's that. It's barrage. It's I I five three points, five barrage rocket, and then the opportunity to do saturation salvo, and you get a bomblet generator, which is two bombs. Uh, and you get to do the little bank. Uh, you get to bank the bombs using nimble, the nimble, nimble bomber. Yeah. So all in all, it just makes. I mean, it, it in itself is is, is 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 efficient and effective. It in itself at three points is just a steal. It's just a. Oh. No, stop cleaning. One second. 
Oh, no. It's getting a- attacked by the Roomba. <laughs> um, public service announcement here, because if you haven't read some of Chris Allen's uh, notes as to some rules clarifications, I'm pretty sure this will come up if you are either A, a Padme player, or B, a Tomax player. Um, sorry, hit me. Hit me. Okay, here's the fun part. When Man, sorry, Padme this thing has- just got, like, really... Uh really motivated to clean all right when, c- continue when Padme has a tomex in arc okay padme says during the attack you can only mod one focus okay what that means is say tomex shoots he hasn't he hasn't uh he hasn't modded or he he had he has modded his results on offense he only got one focus right so you can do it no problem he got three hits whatever his focus that's the one focus what that means is when the when padme or the defender of the attack rolls their defense dice you cannot sat salvo their focus result because it's part of your attack and you can only mod one focus whether it's your dice or theirs that all was that be able to follow mm-hmm. yep <clears throat> okay pa- Padme, Padme does mean things to you just the moral of the story there you can arc dodge it <laughs> just, just, just just dodge just it bro e- don't roll eyeballs roll all hits no <laughs> All right, cool. So that that's why Tomix Brand is at the top. Uh, looks like we're getting Major Rhymer as well. Same thing, but can do it range one. <laughs> All right. Same thing, but range one. Fair, fair. All right. So both of those bombers are showing up a bunch. Darth Vader, Battle of Yavin. We've been seeing that a bunch. Captain Jonas sounds like it's just part of the same package. Right. If you make the barrage box, all three of them together, because Captain Jonas allows for those rerolls on offense, makes those extremely dangerous on offense. But also now they're very strict on their mobility because they want to stay next to Jonas. Got it. And then we get a pretty pretty big drop off to the next named pilot, going down from 114 in Captain Jonas, all the way down to 59 on the Rear Admiral Chernu. So that's a, that's pretty steep. That tells you that so, it's it's a lot it's a lot of bombers and Vader. Yeah, That's I just want to make one, one one point here. Um, well, I, I think um, Ryan wants to mention Laura. That I skipped. Oh, Black Squadron Ace. Well, I was. I said named. I said named pilots. Oh, well. names. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what yeah. people are doing. Don't fly Black Squadron Ace. Stop it. The um, so the 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 thing that you do want to be mindful of in this list, Boy Vader is around because he's been around longer. Uh, and he's very efficient, very effective, and he hits really hard with that blank to hit. Uh, and also, uh, the standard squadron pack or starter pack, whatever it's called, Darth Vader sit there at number 15. Um, comes with a very hefty price tag because you have to buy a 60 70 dollar, um, up you know, kit in order to get him. But he is, in my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel, in my opinion. Opinion, he's objectively better than Boy Vader. So, I mean, objectively is the word there. He's better at objectives. So, my subjective view is that he's objectively better. 
Better at objectives, not better at converting blanks to hits. No, but he is better at uh, at, at playing the game of X-Wing as it is today. The whole game. Yes. I... Boy Vader I, I, is easier I, I, because you have one thing to do. Go destroy. Yeah. But you also win the game to lock stuff, right? <laughs> also, if you need to do objectives... And you're bringing these barrage bombers. Those barrage bombers can't do objectives. They have to take focus. Let me, can I counter with just one thing? You said just spend the lock, but you're going to spend a force to reacquire that lock. So why not just convert it the first time? I have hate. I'll get force back, whatever. Anyways, I think it's it's two sides of the same Vader coin. Just whatever you prefer. Whatever you need him to do, if you need him to get objectives. I think it's the objectives, but I also think it's just the, um, you know, the, the, the ability to um, not stress himself when he does like a barrel lock focus, you know, do all that whole thing. Or if you do run into a, a, a jamming situation, uh, Kylo, there will be some Kylos out there. So if Kylo's out there jamming stuff, you can just focus the jam away and then mm -hmm. still get sure, the lock. So. Better against jamming. Well, let's keep uh, let's keep bringing down these factions. Uh, will, I know that we all put scum on the bottom of the barrel. Sorry, scum. We did though. <laughs> um, but uh, but if somebody's bringing scum, what are you probably going to see? Uh, I would actually go with uh, Fen Rao Fang. Been very popular. Coming back, I six to help out with the different Vaders has at least some ability to combat Han in that way of uh, moving after him. Uh, I don't know about Boba. I think I'm going to leave that one up for discussion. But the, to me as well, three-point Y-Wings, uh, especially Lima, the I-5, and the, the Naboos, or not Naboos, the M3As are uh, value priced right now. They've been keep throwing more loadout, more cannon slots at those things to where it's it's reaching a tipping point to where they can rely on those cheaper ships. Though I don't, unfortunately, I, I mean, I would love to see like Bosk and Kanan out there, but I doubt we'll see anything like that. Uh, the bigger question though, I think is maybe fire space in general, but Boba, Boba lost a big chunk of his loadout. Will he's, and that Kanan protection really not available as much uh, as well. What do you think about seeing fire sprays in scum still? It, see, it seems like the scum players can't really decide here because only the only thing we the only actual information we get from here is scum players are playing with Fen Rao. Everything else is a toss up. Even even with this data set, Boba Fett in that fire spray, 17 instances. You got, you know, Joy Wreckoff with 35, Old Tarak 43. Like, and, the, and there's so many other ships in that same boat. Uh, Scum doesn't have a, a sure thing right now. Uh, it's, it's, uh, they, they floundering. 
Can can you scroll down, Dion, to the compositions? Compositions. And then filter by scum and count. Gummies. Scummy gummies. And so you can see here that there is a lot of like 15 count of double fire spray and the uh, probably dirge um, or cadbane, I guess. Uh, but just below that, there is uh, at least seven instances of Y Wing, Two Fang, uh, Dirge, and Bosk, which is a uh, something to look out for. Uh, that you might see across the table if you're playing against scum. If you are going to Gen Con, there is like a good chance you won't even play them in Swiss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless you're right playing now. against the person who randomly comes in the tournament and they like Boba Fett because Boba Fett's cool. And I wore Boba Fett shirts, so I fly Boba I will Fett. say a, a fun piece of information is that Dace has a 59% win rate over 17 counts. Uh, that's pretty funny. Dace? I mean, Dace. Dace is good. That's not funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> don't, It's not Dace's fault he's got no, no support. <laughs> Guys, come on! <laughs> Help a brother out. All right, let's let's keep looking here. Uh, resistance, James. What what do we learn about the resistance here? You got any more of them X wings? <laughs> because I'm flying X wings. <laughs> um, yeah, resistance. The five X or four X plus uh, your favorite flavor is which is just 5x with a twist um is the hotness right now uh so know how to fly against it and know what its limitations are uh because you will see some 5x or 4x plus y because x um <laughs> but i think i don't think there's a lot like it's it's a lot like there is a lot of it is 5X. You're also probably going to see some rays and some pose in the Falcon. Uh, so watch out for that laser beam on Ray. But besides that, just know how to fly around T-70s. Yeah, it, five T-70s checks the box of bringing, as Paul talked about last week, five real three dice guns. And all of them can be four dice at range one. Han does not want to see all those arcs pointing at him. Now, a lot of those X-Wings are I-4 and below. Only one of them is I-5 if you're bringing five uh, four-cost ships in resistance. They're all T-70s. Yeah, and They're the problem is when you... Strategy. Yeah, and the problem is when you run into Nat Han, and then you have somebody like, you know, Vader and <clears throat> crew and other people just arc-dodging you and picking you off slowly and you're, you're whiffing shooting at air. That's that's the unfortunate part of this faction at this moment. Even though you could do, you could get good four i fives in there. Yeah, uh, there is you, a way you, you could. Go ahead, Ryan. Swap. Um, turn two of the T seventies in one of them into nine. Upgrade one to nine and drop one down to Jarek. Get three right there from having nine lo Jarek. 
Yeah, for sure. It, it is really? De- really definitely like an that. option. Yeah. Nine, 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 nine is, is unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, nine is yeah. still a monster out there. He still has all of his things that he likes. Uh, <laughs> he is still he lost black one, which is sad. Uh, but he still he has need his it. his toys. Yeah. He's never had it uh, since he's the new loadout type, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Just still sad. Um, but not a lot of A wings and not a lot of Y wings, which. Um, it's sad to see, but I'm glad to see no Y-Wings, or not as many Y-Wings. All right. Let's keep looking here. First order. Take it, Ran. Uh, well, it's going to pretty much start with two main ships right now. It's not surprising. Commander Malrus is still, like, the number one go-to pick. Uh, similar on the realm of, like, Tomax brand. I-5, Mag Pulsar Cluster Missiles, depending on what else is in the rest of the list. Um, has that ability twice a game to convert all eyeballs into successful base results, being evade and hit. So, great for objectives, uh, besides maybe Assault, because you don't have boosts to get around to other spots quick, um, but can just hang out in areas really well. And after that, uh, we got Kylo Whisper, five points now instead of six. Lost a little bit of loadout, and some of the uh, upgrades he originally took went up as well. So either kind of have to choose to have a really good uh, bullseye attack, or a really good missile attack a lot. After that, it's kind of a drop-off, but you have some just general, like, consistently showing up pieces. You have, like, Midnight, Lehuse, Quickdraw, Blackout, Vonreg, Gaelic, Scorch, DT, all the way down to Kylo Silencer, and then it just starts to really drop quicker from there. Um, But all those pieces, uh, very... I wouldn't say like completely interchangeable because you do want to find stuff that meshes well together. But I think in most of my first order list building, I generally start with Kylo Whisper, Malrus, and Lehuse. I know Midnight is currently ranked higher, but I think there's some lists where I don't take Midnight and opt for someone like DT or Scorch to make sure I have a guaranteed three die attack gun, four die range one. Uh, versus some of the more utility or specific niche things that Midnight can do, along with being I six. Um, but uh, just here, here's a five cost thing that's really good. Here's a three cost thing that's really good. Here's a four cost thing that's this faction's dirge basically in the use. He went down to four. He's an I five. He's real gun. And yeah, sure you can shoot him and he'll die eventually. But hey, he's only four points. He's I five. He'll get to shoot most of the time. Yeah, I feel like First Order has a lot of puzzle pieces that really you can just like throw the puzzle pieces on the floor and put them together, and it's probably going to be a, a pretty solid list. Um, but with with having no two pointer, they kind of get like um, shifted into running. You know, certain num n- the num the numbers have to math out. So yeah, you in- usually end up seeing a lot of the same characters, but. Um, turns out a lot of those characters are pretty great with Malaris and Kylo and yeah. you know, on and on and on. <laughs> I think the big part is like the most common like number combination is five, five, four, three, three. But the thing is that 
besides the four being mainly Lehuse, the fives and the threes are so deep. You just you got to interchange to figure out the best combination of those because there's there's chemistry between them. There's what covers what in terms of like this thing can do this objective well, but I have to cover my weaknesses elsewhere. Um, it really interests me. I'm probably not going to play First Order until after Nova, which might give way. Oh, no, Ryan's not playing First Order Nova. No, no probably not. Um, i change up my list now. <laughs> but uh, they very much interest me after Nova. I'm probably going to spend some time and really try and figure out what cut to kind of First Order 5 ship I would like to play and try out what works together, what doesn't. But I think uh, based on these numbers, you have a solid chance of maybe playing a single first order list in swiss is it uh is it worth for first order to go up to the six ship or is it really is it really good to stay at that five ship i think five you, you give up too much by going up to six yeah. i think yeah they have such power in four and five point pieces that there's no reason to well they have go power a bunch in of one three. four point piece okay well i mean uh debatable just... but yeah <laughs> I mean, there's there's whispers and other things that have rearcs as well. But Ember is standing right there. Yeah, geez, <laughs> he's a world hey, champion. Hold on, he's a, world champion. he's a world champion, Ryan. How dare you? Numbers, cha- numbers change, man. Ember has been taking eleven. Has been taken eleven times. That's it. Uh, that that's that's people's choices. That's not people's uh our choices affect what's likely to show up at gen con all i care about he's got a 58 percent win rate or 59 58.97 total games that's 59 percent win rate so whoever's taking them is doing a good job with them i i will um, say if you're if you're talking about win rates if you go down to composition and change to first order dion um that top count is a pretty impressive win rate for so many for so many games Oh yeah, the the, the quick draw Lahuse and then probably Midnight Malrus and then Wyla. Yeah. Yeah, if if you click on the little folder icon, you can go look and see who who who's taken who. Um but yeah, it looks like uh quick draw Lahuse. And then it looks like mostly well, obviously Malaris, and it looks like mostly Midnight, but there are some like scattered like DT Scorch. Yeah. No the the folder Everyone should like if you're deep diving into some of these and checking out oh, the yeah. compositions, check out the folder view. It actually gives you some pretty good breakdowns. It, it, like what people are taking, yeah. percentage chances and options and, and success rates. And loadout. Three combinations. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, you still have to do this manually. <laughs> also remember, there's still a lot of list compositions that have only shown up less than ten times. That spoiler, not a lot of data. All right, you developers and programmers, do me a favor. Uh, grab the API for this and plug it into a chat GPT engine so I can just ask. So my lazy butt can just ask a question in a, in a text uh, what, what should I fly? It's probably going to be either our, our good old rebel list or resistance. Resistance actually has some really high win rate stuff with uh, Ray or Bo Falcon. Or they're going to give you some combination of pilots yeah. that are played 1% of the time, but they've won all their games. Yeah, looking at um, taking a taking a Falcon in resistance will, will boost you to a 60% win rate. Just like do, just, just doing that. Just put, put it in the bag and, and you got it. You, that's it. Yeah. That's all you got to do. 
Yep. Deposit my um, my uh, my sixty percent wins right now. Well, I'm testing Falcon, out Falcon, Falcon, Falcon with three T seventy, or I'm testing out uh, Trigger Happy Poe Ray, a four pointer and BB eight. Two very yep. valid squads to me. But anyway, first order, yeah. Expect Malaris, Kylo Whisper, and the Hughes minimum. All right. Well, Marcel, give us uh, give us a Republic. What have people been flying out there? Uh, let's see. With the Republic, uh, people have been flying. Uh, we're doing frequency, right? Uh, Oddball Siege of Coruscant is number one, which is actually surprising. I thought people liked in general Wolf better. Um, but yeah, so it's Oddball and Slider, uh, then followed up with Wolf number three. Um, filter by count. I'm, I'm For, oh, by if, you, if, you're going, if you're going by faction, it's the same as count, right? Uh, it didn't change. Yeah, when I changed it to count, it didn't change. The, the, so the only thing that would be different would be if you used a generic pilot. Yeah. So Oddball is um, flown 113 times. And let's see. So it's Oddball number one, Slider, Wolf, Contrail, and then Siege of Coruscant, um, Anakin Skywalker, and Padme at number six. Um, I think that number for Padme is probably going to go up just after um, last week's showing. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, 7B Anakin. Um, actually, 7B Anakin only 36 times and 41% win rate. So uh, I, I think that's more pilot error than pilot choice because um, he is good. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know much to say about this. I mean, the three Siege of Coruscant um, Arc 170s are in the top seven, so almost half of the top are, are Siege of Coruscant four point, you know, four point uh, Siege of Coruscant four point of arcs. Uh, arcs thank you. And Let's see what uh, Paul Heaver's list included. Number one, number three, number five, number six, number seven. So five out of the top seven in Heaver's list. I think that I think they were just uh, banking on taking the the most effective and efficient stuff out there. Awesome. What else is there to say about this? You know, you know something that I am sad about it. Actually, when I said there's, you know, what else is there to say about this? One of the things that makes me a little bit sad about where the Republic is right now, with you know so much emphasis on the arcs, uh, especially so much emphasis on the arcs, uh, a little bit on the torrents, and you know the you know, kickback is there, and on slider and boost at two points. Mm -hmm. is I do miss seeing Obi-Wan on the table. I miss seeing, um, you know, some of the other Jedi out there. Um, you know, let's just, just scroll down a little bit. Mace Windu, you see a little bit of Mace, but uh, things like Luminara, Shakti, Ahsoka. Like, nobody is, nobody is flying Ahsoka. Yeah, and that's something that that does make me a little 
a little disappointed about this faction is that this faction has so many great characters uh just thematically and just from from like the tv shows that you know uh i'd like to see more jedi flown and i think right now it's more of a clone faction than a jedi faction because people say like the republic like people say like yeah i'm flying jedi how many jedi you have on your list none (laughs) well that's that's just people being dumb that's just people being dumb you're not flying jedi it's the republic i I, I know canonically there were more clones than jedi not sure if you all the times we've been flying republic (laughs) in the past have been non-canonical at all and i've always wanted the one or yeah. two Jedi commanding a bunch of clones to be actually what it is, because that's what it is. Got him. That's what that's what it is I now. Got too. It, like, you, for me, make, I like what? the Jedi. You, I like you the always take like one Jedi. Jedi, right? Whoever it is, you always pick one, and then from there, you can you can get another, but it's really just filling out with clones or Naboo's. Now, technically, we maybe even be more thematic because now there's there there's a there's a senator. Who's, who's joined the fight a little bit because in some random thing that's happened, the senator now has to fight with the clones and Anakin suspiciously at the same time. No one pay attention to any relationship they may or may not have. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I think I, I think I'll disagree with you there, Marcel. I, I feel like the faction identity feels better to me than just t- take as many Jedi, good Jedi as you can. Maybe and 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 I'm again and maybe you're right. It's just for me, the only Jedi that's being taken is Anakin. Like that's that's the part that. So I I get where you guys are coming from, but the only Jedi taken is Anakin. Nobody is taking any of the other Jedi. I mean, you you, know, you say that, but Mace Windu is literally above Anakin on the count. So no, Anakin is uh, number five. Oh, okay. On Siege of Coruscant. Okay, okay. That was a yeah, yeah. uh, 7B. And if, you, and if you combine, you know, Anakin, Siege of Coruscant, and Anakin 7B, oh, like, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, there's there's no... Yeah. No, it's it's Anakin. Anakin is the Jedi that people are taking. Yeah. Well, turns out when you put him in a, a, a I-6 and a four-point ship that still has a three-die gun, it's going to be going to be taken. All right, our last faction to hit here is the Separatist Alliance. Um, I'll go ahead and take a look at this. So it looks like Dirge is the most popular one that we're seeing with 98 instances, uh, followed by Grievous, and then Sunny. Hmm, well, that's a pretty big drop-off. We go from 98 all the way down to, to 49. I think the interesting yeah. thing when it comes to these counts is Separatist is one of those factions that has been historically brought so much less versus their performance like they'll perform really well but there's many people who just either don't or won't fly separatists for either just like not buying into the faction or not enjoying the faction or their play style at the time um that just kind of seems to be carrying over here not showing up a ton if you go to the list composition composition for separatists, it shows only four list compositions because everything else is such a low number. It's like not even worth quantifying. Yeah, there's only yeah. four and, compositions and, in this, in pattern analyzer for yeah. it. And and those list compositions, two of them have gauntlets in it, so you, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> you can just throw two of those out, right? 
I guess pre previs is making a splash. Honestly, previs is all right. Yeah, okay. Previs all right, is all right. All right. All right. <laughs> but is it good enough to take Gen Con? Not for me if I win. Not if you're trying yeah. to win games. Yeah. I, th I think there's still a lot of a lot of work that needs to be done on the Separatists to really nail down like good compositions. Um, but maybe that's a good thing in that you know you can really take if you can make it work and you can practice. I mean, you could pr you could probably do well with it. Yeah, I, I mean, that might be on the rise with separatists is back to our old double fire spray plus a thing, which double fire spray plus dirge. Mango Zam dirge. I mean, Nate May came down to store champ I ran. He went 4-0 with Django Zam dirge. Yeah, dirge is 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 pretty beefy uh, and pretty annoying to shoot at. It's um, it, it's a better version of. Uh, Tultravera. So, yeah, it's. I, I do think that the double, the, the double, um, the double fire spray dirge list has a ton of potential. It's just that it, um, it you have to fly it a certain way, and with it's not going to be strong with objectives. So you have to be very aggressive and very. Um, you have to be very aggressive. But it has a lot of tools to be able to play, um, just play X-Wing in current state. I think that's the only three ship list that I would endorse and say, like, yeah, this is a good three ship list worth flying right now. Um, with Sunfac at 33% of Separatist lists, does that give you any hesitation or, or like, what you need to think? remember how you play against Nantex because it still can get you off guard and do some do some mean things to you. I want to remember that one of the biggest key things about Sunfog is wherever his arc is currently pointed when you're in the planning phase is where it cannot be if he wants to take a tractor token the next turn. So if you know the general maneuver he's probably going to do or the direction of the maneuver you can try and plan out to have your ship be where that arc that is currently where it's pointed and you be there right if you're a small base ship if you're a medium or large base ship you don't care point arc at Sunfog shoot that him. usually that's a pretty yeah. good strategy too there's going to be a turn where Sunfog is going to dive he wants to dive in he wants to get range one. He wants to pass a tractor off, and he wants to shoot really, really good. Um, you either need to have uh, one ship that's kind of the bait for Sunfock to dive in, and then like a good example would be if you're playing like Vader and Tomax and Rhymer. Tomax and Rhymer are sort of taking the initial lead, pulling some fire. And all Vader's doing is playing a little bit behind the bombers to say, if you want to dive in, Mr. Sunfock, you're going to be shot by Vader. With a crit. You're not going to get to Vader with Sunfock either. So good luck trying to mitigate not only jumping far enough in to not get barrage rocketed, because that will shred Sunfock beyond all belief, but also jump enough to where you're not going to get shot by Vader, which is very unlikely played correctly. Sunfok is one of those ships right now that's very akin to a Fen Rao. Uh, you have to be on point with your play, or you will be shredded. Yeah, F Fen Rao without um, Beskar. Or Concordia. Or, or Concordia. 
Um, yeah, it, yeah, Fenrir really wants to jump from range four into range one real quick. Um, he does not want to take any other engagement, um, and he really wants to dodge as many arcs as humanly possible, or as uh, geonosianly possible. Um, <laughs> uh, but he he still can do mean things to you, so just keep out keep an eye out for it and don't get caught off by it. All right. Well, there you go. We just took a quick look at uh, what's been popular. I'm excited to see what actually comes out of Gen Con. Uh, and, of course, one of the other fun things about Gen Con is all of the other games and things that are happening around, being able to walk around the hall. Uh, just a shout-out to our boy, Wade Pache. Uh, he's doing his first um, Gen Con booth. So uh, if you remember, we were talking about Aerodome. He's going to have some advanced copies of Aerodome there so you want to see if you if you pledge what it's going to look like you'll be able to see that there and he's also going to be previewing his uh his next game that he created uh called super dice battle i remember playing the prototype of this one uh it's come a long way <laughs> it's come a long way but that's even like with ryan farmer he's not going to be at gen con well he'll be at gen con as an x-wing player but not for encounter shattered waste uh, you know just seeing you know our friends create these games and seeing where they start and to where they end and how polished and, and awesome they become. Um, yeah, ch just check them out. Um, if you're going to be there, he's going to be at booth 3058 for Ephrian Games. So it's going to be going to be awesome. I'm going to make sure to check it out. I'm sure we'll be making a video while we're there. And uh, should be good times. Should be good times. Um, anything for the good of the order, my friends, before we head out for, uh, for Gen Con Weekend. Are, are we going to get the Dion cam? The D <laughs> My plan uh, there is not fully formed yet. I want to bring a camera and uh, kind of see what happens. I don't. I promise you that I'll record. There will be a video about Gen Con so that we can meet our obligations about being a um, of, of like a, a media. Obviously, it won't be as much as before, but uh, but yeah, it'll be something. We'll talk at the minimum. Uh, we'll talk about Gen Con on the Monday after. <laughs> I had some, but I'll save it for after hours. All right, cool. Well, for everybody that's not allowed to be here for after hours, thanks for watching. Be smart and be safe. Gold Squadron 